First of all, um, obviously the learning should be for all those in Eretz Yisrael, the Nidrafua, the captives come home, Lezecha Nishmas, those that passed away, and the soldiers to be safe. It's Lezecha Nishmas, today's my uncle's yard site, Yaakov Chanoch Henoch Baruch Tali Herz. Okay, so let's begin. So we're up to Zion Amid Beis. We're up to five lines from the bottom, Eisve. What the Gemara said was as follows. The Gemara asked the question. We know, and this is very important to, today's a hold cup type of Gemara day, and that is that we know that different things require different, uh, different levels of land, right? Nezikin is Gova from Idis. Balchov, Beninis, Ksuvas Isha, Ziboris. So there's A, B, and C of level quality. The Gemara asked the question, and that is, is it Tully in you, or is it Tully in the community? Meaning, let's say the community's best is equal to your worst. So is that Idis? Is it based on the community that you're in, or is it completely subjective to you? Now, one of the nafkaminas, now the Gemara, that's what we're discussing right now. Is it completely subjected to you, or is it based on the community that you're in? Meaning, is your meitav your best, and your ziboris your worst, and your bainanis your bainanis, or is it depending on the community? So your ziboris could be the community's idis, because you might be super wealthy, or vice versa. Is it based on you, or is it based on the community? Because you have to pay up, we have to know what to pay. If, uh, you have to, if I'm paying with idis, I got to know whose idis. Is it my idis, or is it the community's idis? Whatever, whatever you pay, you have to know what they are. Are they con- contingent on you or are they based on the community? So the Gemara is going to bring a Raya. Let me just explain what the Raya is before we do it. The Raya is the Gemara is going to be talking about, we know that again, Nezikin is Idis, which is the best, Balchov is middle, and then Ksuvas Isha Ziboris. So the, the Bryce is going to have a long Bryce about what if I just have Ziboris? What if I just have Idis? What if I have Idis and Ziboris? What do I get? The Gemara has a case. One of the cases is. I just have Bainanis and Ziboris. I just have middle level and bottom level. How do I split it up? Let me ask you a question. If it's based on the community, then I could have middle level and bottom level, but it's based on me. If I have little middle level and bottom level, you know what my middle level becomes? My best. That's the proof. How you if it's contingent on you, you could never have just Bainanis and Ziboris. Because if it's based on you, your Bainanis now shoots up to, to, to top level. That's a proof. The very fact that you could have it just, I have level tier two and three without a level one means it's based on the community. So my level two is the community's two. My level three is the community's three. But if it's contingent on me, I can't have two and three alone because my two will become one. The other two. You can't have a one and two alone. You could conceptually. Three three. Yeah. Uh, well, no, because it could be, well, it could be that for me it's better. Yeah, yeah. Basically, you can't have, exactly. You really can't have. You have two pieces of land. You definitely can't have a middle. That's for sure. Going by the community, yeah, and it's Nizikin, and you need Idis, and you don't have Idis. What happens? Oh, to so that? that's what we're going to do right now. The Bryce, the Bryce says like this: Aliel Idis. Let's say you have people that have to collect a Chayv, which is Beninis. You have Nizikin, which is an Idis, and Exuvasisha, which is Bars. So you have three people that are trying to collect from you, but all you have is Idis. All you have is the best. Kulum Gavim Idis, and they're all going to collect from the best. That's what you got. Beninis. Let's say you all have is middle. Well, Kulum Gavim Beninis. They're all going to collect from the middle. Zibaris. If all you have is Zibaris, well, Kulum Gavim Zibaris. They're all going to get from the Zibaris. That's pretty posh. It's all you got. It's what you got. How you Let's say in a perfect world, I have level A, level B, level three. So then, nizikin beidis, right? The damages that I owe go from the idis. Balchov is beidis, and ksuvas ishes That's a perfect world. Let's keep going. Idis ubeinis. Let's say I have level A and level B. I just have the top level and the middle level. I have idis and beidis. 
and I have to pay off all three debts. So here's what I do. Nezikin be'idis. Nezikin gets the idis. Balchov and Ksuvasisha be'beinis. Then the Balchov and the Ksuvasisha goes with the beinis. Let's keep going. Beinis and Ziboris. Now here's the proof. I have middle and I have bottom. So by the way, right? Stop right there. How I could just have level two and level three isn't if it's completely subjective to me. Then isn't my level two gonna shoot up to a level one? Yes, but that's the proof. But we'll get to that in a second. Beinis and Ziboris. I have a level two and a level three. So nezikin ubalchov bebenis. The nezikin and the de- and the money I owe collect from the benis. They collect from the second category. Uksuvas isha biziboris, and the uksuvas isha comes from the bottom category. Let's keep going. Idis and ziboris. Now that was level two and level three. Let's say I have level one and level three. I have top level and bottom level. So. Nezikin is be'idis. The nezikin collects from the top level. Balchov and ksuvasisha biziboris. And the balchov lowers itself down. So the Gemara's proof is as follows. From that, the, the case from before. That we had beninis and ziboris. I have level 2 and level 3. So we said the balchov and the nezikin collect from the beninis. And the ksuvasisha is from the ziboris. How do I have beninis and ziboris? How do I have level 2 and level 3? If it's based on the community, then it makes sense. You evaluate me based on the community. So they evaluated me, and I have a level two from the community, I have a level three from the community. But it's based on me, then how do I have a level two and a level three? What should happen is the level two should shoot up to a level one, because that's my best. In which case, the Balchov should not collect from Bainanis, because there is no Bainanis. He should be lowered down to Ziboris. How do I stay at Bainanis and Ziboris? How do I stay at level two and level three? If it's based on me, and all I have is level two, then my level two becomes a level one. So the Gemara says, Katani Mi as you see from the case, Mitzia in the middle case. That Bainis is Ziboris, that if I just have a middle category and a lower category. Wait a minute. Now, if you say that I'm evaluated on my own, not based on the community, then wouldn't my bainanis, if it's based on me, then it's the best I have. So what I have maybe is completely based on the community, a middle category, but if it's all I got, then it should shoot up to a top category. So why does the Balchov collect from the bainanis? There shouldn't be a bainanis. The bainanis should be raised to a idis, and the Balchov should not be able to collect. Because the halacha is that when you have a level 1 and a level 3, the Balchov gets from the lower one. So we said if you have a level 2 and a level 3, the Balchov gets from the top one. But why? If the Bainanis shoots up to an Idis, because that's my best, then the Balchov is lowered. So how do you ever have a level 2 and a level 3? The halacha is that when you have a level 1 and a level 3, the Balchov collects from the level 3. So that's what the halach is. So over here I have a level 2 and a level 3. So we said the Balchov collects from the level 2. But why? There shouldn't be a level 2. The level 2 should become level 1. Balchov should now be dropped to the lower floor. It should get from the bottom one. So the Gemara says, I'll tell you a case. Really, you're right. We do based on you. It is based on you. And the level 2 should shoot up to a level 1. So why does the Balchov collect from the level 2? The case was, when I lent it out, I had 1, 2, and 3. So when I lent him the money... There was a lien on, a Balchov collects from the middle one, right? So you're saying, well, how do you have a middle one? Again, right now, all I have is a level two and a level three. So I have a middle one. We said, but if it's based on you, there's no middle one because your middle now shoots up to the one. So, so how does he collect from the middle one? There shouldn't be a middle one. The answer is, you're right. But the case was, at the time of the loan, there was a level one and a level two and a level three. So that level two, there was a lien on the property for the loan. Then you subsequently got rid of the top one. 
So now you said, well, I only have a level two, level three. It should shoot up. The answer is, well, yeah, conceptually it should shoot up, but there's a lien on the property already. So he's going to collect from that level two because the, at the time of the loan, there were three categories. There was a level one, level two, level three. So yes, if there was just two categories at the time of the loan, I just had a level two and a level three, then that level two shoots up to level one because it's based on me. The answer is at the time of the loan, there were three categories. I had all three at the time of the loan, which means at the time of the loan, that Balchoyev has a lien on the property for a Bainanist, for the level two. I subsequently got rid of the level one, which means my level two should shoot up conceptually. Yes, but there's a lien on the property already, so he's going to get level two. No, there's a crime. Correct. That's the exactly. It's the Gemara. Yeah. We are six lines in. The case is where you're stuck with a level two and a level three. How do you have a level two? How is the Baal collecting from a level two? The level two should become a level one if it's based on him. The answer is, you're right, but the case was, there was three categories at the time of the loan. So at the time of the loan, there was a lien on the property for the middle one. So it got rid of the top one. So now the little one becomes the top one. It doesn't matter. There's already a lien. So he gets to collect from that what's middle category. You want to call it top category? It doesn't matter. He still gets to collect from it because there was a lien on the property at the time of the sale because at the time of the, at the time of the loan there were th- he had all three categories. Well, let's say it fell. Correct. Uh, what happens if he at the time of the loan there was two and three? Uh, no, then 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 the, if it, the time of the loan there was just a two and a three, then the two becomes a one and he gets from three. He does not get from two. I, I know, but but why should that be? There's sort of like an achrayus there. The halacha is that you you only the a loan collects from the middle one or the bottom one. He does not collect from the top. So how is he collecting from the second one? If the second one becomes the one, it should, the answer is because it wasn't the second one so at the time. So it's, to, it's not totally just based on achrayus. Well, it, it's a matter of at the time of the loan you collect from the middle one. Exactly. It's at the time of the loan. You have to look at what he's. He had a middle category. So that middle category stayed middle. Correct. If he needed to pay that for somebody else, but let's say he had two and three. Then at the time of the loan, the two becomes a one. The two becomes a one, and therefore there's no lien on the one. There's only a lien on the two or lower. The Gemara says. I don't understand something. Why can't you go ahead and just uh, let, let's say there is uh, there is no availability? Why can't you just double up on a different uh, let's say? On no, he could. The question is, can he collect if he wants to? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's the explanation. I'll prove it to you. What did the Brisa say? The Brisa said that if there is a level two and a level three, the loan collects from the level two, which we had a problem with because we said the level two should go up to level one. Well, fine. That, that, there's, so the Brisa says that a loan collects from level two when there's just a two and a three. The problem is there's another Brisa that says that if there's a level two and a level three, the loan collects from the level three. So there's a straight up contradiction. Does the loan collect from level two or level three? So how do you explain the two? The answer is, the Gemara says, I'll explain to this. Now we, now we can answer a contradiction. Well, what was the contradiction? There's another Brisa that said, I have a level two and a level three. But this Brysa says that the Balchov collects from the level three. So our Brysa said level two, this Brysa said level three. Now that's a contradiction. The answer is very simple. The answer is, really we're going based on you. It's subjective to you, which means your level two shoots up to a level one. So that's why the Brysa says, if you only have a two and a three, the Balchov does not collect from the level two because the level two shoots up to a level one because that's your best. Why does the other Bryce say you do? Because the other Bryce is talking about a case where you had all three at the time of the loan, so there was automatically a lien on the middle property. You then got rid of the level one, which made the level two shoot up to a level one, but you already had a lien on it. 
That's how you can answer that contradiction of does a Balchov collect from a level two or level three? The answer is, well, how many were there at the time? Everyone agrees it's based on your, it's subjective to you, and it's just a matter of how much you had at the time. The Gemara says, Kashan Adadi, it's a contradiction of the Braises. That's how you answer the Braises. Now, what we're going to be doing now from here into the two dots is three more answers on this contradiction. Again, the contradiction is, I have just a level two and a level three. I make a loan. Where does the loan, where does the debtor collect from? One Bryce says level two, one Bryce says level three. So we explained our first answer was everyone agrees it's based on me. It's not based on subjective to the town. It's subjective to me, which means my level two is now a level one. So that's why one Bryce says you don't collect from a level two because there's no level two. It becomes a level one. You don't collect from one. Why does the other Bryce say you do? Because there were three at the time and there was a lien on the middle property. That's one answer. Because whenever a, a, a Balchov collects from the middle. So if there were three at the time when I made a loan, there's a, middle, there's a lien on the middle property. If I then get rid of the top one, the middle shoots up to a one, but I still have a lien on it. Balchov is Bainanis. Balchov collects from the middle property, which means that if you have three properties... All loans have a lien, especially when they're written in a star. So when I lend you money, there's a lien on your property for me to collect, not all the properties, the property that Chazal wanted me to collect from, which is the middle one. If you then get rid of the top one, your middle one shoots up to the top, but it doesn't matter, there's already a lien on the property. That's how you could explain the Bryce in one way. The truth is we could explain the Bryce's in three others' way. Forget about everything you know. Now we could sort of reimagine the answer. Again, I only have a two and a three. One Bryce says I collect from a two, one Bryce says I collect from the bottom one. Which one, what's the answer? So the Gemara says I have a couple other answers. Are we still going that, that Oh, we're going to switch it. No, no. Really, you don't, there was no three at the time. And by the way, now we're switching it entirely. Now it's not subjective to you. It's based on the community. And now it's a very easy answer. If it's based on the community, I can have a two and a three very easily, right? You evaluate my property. If my two is equal to the two of the community, I have a two. If my property is equal to a three, I have a three. So I have a contradiction. One Bryce says I collect from the two. One Bryce says I collect from three. You want to know why? One Bryce is referring to where my middle is equal to the community's one, so my middle shoots up to a one. I no longer could collect. The other Bryce's we're referring to where my two is equal to the community's two. So it stays a two. If it stays a two, I could collect from the two. If the my two, all of a sudden, I became wealthy and they look at my, my fields, they're like, you know, your two is equal to the community's one. Well, you know what? Your two is now elevated to a one. So now I can't collect from the two. I have to collect from the three. That could be a very easy way to explain the Bryce, assuming both opinions go with it's totally in the community, not totally in myself. When you say collect from the two... Balchov generally collects from the two. But if my two turns into a one, then he can't collect from my two anymore. It's not two anymore. How would my two turn into a one? If it's completely dependent on the community, you got to just look at the community. If my two remains a two with the community, it remains a two. If my two becomes a one in the community, well, now it's a one, and I don't have a two anymore. Now you can't collect from my two. You collect from my three. General observation. Yeah. You got to go back to the original Pesukim and Mishpatim. They are not clear. That's why you end up having these differences. Okay. Because if you read the Pesuk, yeah, it doesn't uh, flow. Yeah, I understand. I got you. You just yeah. don't understand it. It flows properly. You don't understand it. <laughs> no, but the bowels in a nutshell. Doesn't. In a nutshell, it has to be like supply and demand, availability of what it does. Yeah. That's what it basically is. Okay, let's keep going. That's the second answer. 
The third answer, this is the easy part of the daf. Or it could be very simply, really I have a two and a three. And my two is equal to the community's two. It could be these two prices are actually arguing the original question that we have. Is it based on you or is it based on the community? If you hold it's based on the community, I have a two without a one. That's one brisa. The other brisa says, no, it's not based on the community, it's based on you. If the best you have is a two, you know what? Your two is now your best. It becomes a one. That could be another very easy way to explain the answer. And the last answer is probably the easiest, and that is this assumption. On a biblical level, a balchov collects from a three. Really, on a biblical level, a Bachov collects from a three. Why is it that a Bachov collects from a two? Is because we want to incentivize. That's actually machlegas. Meaning, the machlegas of whether you collect from a two or the three is in general. Does a balchov collect from a three, which is the biblical concept, or is there a rabbinic uh, bump to push him up to a two? That could be the overall machlegas. Just in a broader shaila, does a balchov collect from a two or a three? The Gemara says, I'm sorry. They're arguing in Ula. I mean, they're arguing, is there a rabbinic concept to bump you from a three to a two? Meaning, biblically, it's a three. The question is, did Chazal bump you up to a two? The Gemara says, Damar Ula, Dvar Ula says, on a biblical level, when you're collecting a debt, you are collecting it from the cheapest land. How do I know? The Shinemar, Bechutz Ta'amoid. The Pasuk says that when you're collecting debt, you stand outside. Now that means, on a biblical level, it means you can't enter the guy's house to collect a collateral against his will. But the Gemara understands, Now, the Gemara describes, the, Ula understands that the Pasuk is describing paying someone's debt while he's staying outside. It implies that you're giving him Sort of like the trash that you take outside. What do you take outside of your house? Trash. Meaning, so the Pasuk describes paying off a debt as, I'll bring it outside to you. Meaning like, I'm, I, it's the type of thing that you just bring outside, like trash. So really on a biblical level, it's Ziboris. Umatam says Ula. Umatam amru It says Ula. So if it's really Ziboris, then how come they bumped it up to a middle? And they wanted to incentivize loans because I know that if I lend you money and I'm not going, I'm only going to get trash back. I'm not going to lend you money. So it's a rabbinic concept. The machlekes in the brisa is whether Ula is correct. One brisa says you collect from three because that brisa believes that it's biblically from three and there's no rabbinic bump to two. The other brisa says two because that brisa feels there is a bump. It's just an overall shaila of. Do, do you collect from two or three? Just an overall shiloh. Okay, new topic. Now, he, here's here's the here's the point. I'm sorry, isn't that yeah. you should know if there's a takana or not? Or they just it is a little it. funny that it says like it's a machlegas abrais. Like, why does it have to be in this case? It's just an overall machlegas. Yeah, it's but that. Like well, no, it's it's a machlegas abrises. But the point is, it's interesting that they would be arguing in this case because this case is a little bit more of a funny case. They could have just argued stam balchayev bezibaris balchayev bebenis. Okay, fine. Now. Here, here's the deal before you go on to the next one. That is that yeah, we know that there are um, that if I lend you money, you could collect from me from my land. Now let's say I sell my land to you, you could collect from him. You could it's called a, a encumbered property. You could undo the sale, you collect from him and then he'll come and get money from me. That's called Mishubadim. I, I lend uh, uh, Arla lent me money. I owe him money. I don't have land anymore because I sold it all to Menashe. He can go straight to Menashe and take it. Now the halacha is though, exactly. Now the halacha is though, you could only do that. You could only do that if I have nothing available. Meaning, 
Let's say you're a Balchov, and you're supposed to get Bainanis. But I sold all my Bainanis to Menashe and all my Idis. I sold them my number one, my number two. All I got are number threes. And you're like, I don't want number three. It's just when you take a number three, because you cannot undo a sale if there's available land available. Okay. And also, by the way, let's say I sell him. Yeah, so we're going to be dealing with Tanur Abonan. Okay, here's the deal. I have three people that want to collect. Again, I got, uh, you got a Balchayv, you got uh, Nezikin, you got Ksubasisha. You got three different people that want to collect. And one wants Idis, one wants Bainus, one's on Zibaris. But here's the deal. I have Idis, I have Bainus, I have Zibaris. I sell them all to you. On the same day, I sell them all to you. I sell them all to you on the same day. So the halacha is... They're all going to be undoing your sales. The person who's supposed to get idis will take your idis. Bainanis will take your bainanis. Zibaris will take your zibaris. He'll come to me. Or, by the way, I sold them to three different people on one day. So I sold my idis to Arla, and I sold you my bainanis, I sold you my zibaris. So then the person collects idis, bainanis, zibaris. Easy. Kula They all collect what they're supposed to collect. Now, what if I sell Now that first case was two cases. That was either I sold all three to one person in one day or I sold in one day A, B, and C. Now, by the way, you could already ask yourself, well, if I sell to three different people, it's the same halacha. Isn't it posh that if I sell it to one person, it should be the same halacha because one person has no one else to like wiggle out of? We'll get to that in a second. The point is if I sell all three to you, then they all collect from you. If I sell you, 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 then they collect from you and you and you. Now, let's say I sell to three different people on three different days. So I sell you day one, I sell you day two, and I sell you day three. The halacha is they all go to you. They all go to the last one. Why? Because you go to the last one sold. Because it's also, it's not fair. If you, this, is what, this is a very important point. I sell my best land to Arla day one. And then I sell my middle land to you day two. And then I sell to Adam day three. The halacha is they all go to Adam. Why? Because you have to protect the first buyer. You see, Arla's like, I only bought that land because there was so much land available. I didn't think I'd get in this headache. You see, if I sell all of you in one day, you know what you're getting into. But you bought land knowing I had land left over. So therefore, you're protecting yourself so that they all go to Adam because he's the last buyer. If Adam doesn't have enough, then they'll go to Menashe. Menashe, then they'll go to you. But the point is that we have to protect the first buyer. So if there's multiple buyers, we're going to protect the first one. Because the first one says to himself, I bought knowing that you still had land by you that you were going to sell. And I was like, they'll deal with that. I don't want to have to deal with that. So the Gemara says like this. If I sell to three different buyers on three different days, then you don't go with it this space. You go to the last guy. The last guy, they're all going to collect from Adam whatever he has. Ain't Now let's say Adam doesn't have enough. So then, they go to Menashe, the guy before. Ain't If that's not enough, then then they'll, they'll go to Arl. Okay. Now, the Gemara has a question about the first case. The first case is like this. The first case was, I sell all three to you in one, I sell all three to one person, or I sell in one day three to three different people. Now the halacha is that if I sell it on one day three to three different people, 10 o'clock in the morning to you, 11 o'clock in the morning to you, noon to you, the halacha is, they all swoop in to collect. That's not considered, there's no, um, there's no first sale, second sale, it's all one day. So then, Idis goes to Idis, Benis goes to Benis, Zibaris goes to Zibaris. That's one halacha. That's a, I, I get it. But what's the first case? The first case is instead of selling it to three different people on one day, I sold it to one person in one day. And that's pretty posh. If, this, if, if people can 
if they're all going to be swooping in by three different people, I'm pretty sure they're going to be swooping in by one person. So the Gemara wants to know what's the point of that case. What's the case where I sold it to one person, where they all collect? It is Benaziboris collects from that one person. So if you want to say that it was all sold in one day, if they're all collecting when I sold to three different people in one day, then one person, like, yeah, like if I sold it to three different people and they all have to just basically take it, they all have to say, listen, take whatever you need, and there's no way to wiggle out, then if I sell it to one guy in three lands in one day, yeah, where is he going to go? No, but it's push it. Well, it might not be that push it because um, you, you went after one person, but now they, he doesn't have the bank. No, 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 he has. No, I sold all three to him. I know, he has all three, but now someone else collected something. No, but, no, but the case is I sold all three to him in one day, right. and they all go to him. So isn't that push it? Like, of course they're going to go to him. Who are they not going to go to? If they, if they go to three different people that bought him one day, I'm pretty sure they'll go to one person that bought him one day. So the Gemara says, here's the case. The case is where I sold it to Arla in three different days. Meaning, I sold him day one, one piece of land, day two, second piece of land, and day three, a third piece of land. And the Chiddush is that the people can take all the lands from him, not just the last one. Meaning, if I sell to three different people in three different days, what's the halacha? They go to the last guy. So if I sold three different lands, A, B, and C, in three different days to Arla, the Chiddush is, I should think, they should not be able to take A, B, and C. They should only just take C, whatever it is. If C is Ziboris, great. If C is Bainus, fine. I don't care. It should just be they collect from the last one. Kamash Malan, they could take all of it from him. They could take some of A, they could take some B, they could take some C. Is that because I can't make the argument? Oh, so here's the question. The Gemara, actually, no, it's actually hard to understand. Because the truth is, it's very difficult to understand. The Gemara is going to ask. Even though, Arlie, you bought all of the Zibaris, you think, okay, oh, he has no Zibaris left, so many Zibaris, they can come to you. But you don't, because they, it, everything... Their argument is the buyer, when you say it's the person who buys the first one, right? he says, oh, there's two other parcels of land, I'm good. So the I, the I, truth I, is... I make that argument if I'm the one who's buying all of them. True, but the, the problem... Yeah, but the problem is basically like this. He bought in day one Adis, then the day two he bought Bainus, and then day three he bought Ziboris. So if it was three different people, they would not be able to collect from Adis, Bainus, Ziboris. They would all just have to collect from Ziboris. But now that we're saying because it's one person who bought in three different days, they can collect from everything. And that's actually very hard to understand because... The, the concept is you collect from the last one that was available. The last one available was Ziboris. So why is it that they could collect from things that bought two days ago? I understand it's one person, but at the end of the day, the rule is you collect from the, the last purchased item. The last purchased item was Ziboris. So why is it that if Arla bought day one Idis, day B... Okay. Yeah, but at, but what was purchased at the last one was Ziboris, and therefore he should be able. To, I should only be able to collect from Ziboris. I shouldn't be able to collect them from the stuff that he bought three days ago. It's not fair. He's saying I left over Ziboris for you. If anything, we should protect the one guy who bought everything. So the Gemara said the, the Gemara is kasha. The Gemara says How come when it's three people, three different days, they don't collect Idis Bein Ziboris? They just collect from the last guy. Whatever he's got. Why? Because the first two guys are like, listen, I left stuff for you. We left stuff for you to collect. So, Hachanami, so, so too. So do Arla should be able to say to every collector, the guy says, hey, I'm, I'm owed Hezek, I'm owed Idis. Arla's like, I bought Idis three days ago. I left you Ziboris. Nope, the Mishnah says I could collect from Idis. But why? I left you Ziboris. Uh, yes, I purchased it. 
but why not? Who is the original right. owner? Forget somebody buying it. You can't say. Yeah, but he's not the original owner. He bought he it. All the stuff now. True, but when he bought it, he bought it in periods. So he bought first this knowing left. There's business to collect. Then he bought the business knowing they'll still collect from Zibaris. He did that in that order to protect himself. So why aren't we protecting him? Yes, I understand he's one person, but why not? So the Gemara says, let me sort of explain outside what's happening. The Gemara is going to say the truth is you should be able to collect, uh, protect yourself. Why is that everyone's collecting from the, everyone is able to collect from A, B, and C. The case is where the last one that you bought was Idis. Now, you say, okay, well, if the last one that you bought is Idis, then everyone should be able to collect from Idis. Here's the deal. Although the last one that you bought is Idis, so you bought day one, you bought Ziboris, day two, Bainanis, and then three, Idis. So everyone should swoop into the last one. We're actually protecting you, and we're saying, no, you can give them Bainanis and Ziboris. Now, the question is, why? We'll get to in a second. So the Gemara says, The case that we are allowing them to collect from the earlier lands is not hurting him, it's actually protecting him, because the last thing he bought was the Idis. So everyone is going to swoop into the last one, which is Idis, and we're saying, no, 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 you can give earlier stuff, Bainanis and Ziboris. So the Gemara says, One second. You bought day one, Bainanis. Then you bought day two, Ziboris, leaving Idis for the last, which means that everyone had a lien on this Idis. Then you bought the Idis. So we're coming to collect, and I'm like, hey, I'd like some uh, Idis, please. I'm a Nezik, and you're coming because you're owed money, so you're like, I'd like Bainanis, please. So what's the halacha? The halacha is you don't necessarily collect from Idis. You're going to take, take what? He's going to give you Bainanis, you'll take it. He's going to give you Ziboris, you'll take it. The question is Why? If that was the last thing purchased, I'm entitled to the last thing purchased. The last thing purchased is Idis. We should all be able to swoop in and collect the Idis. So why is that? That Aral is able to sort of push us off. So the Gemara gives a first attempt. The Gemara does not like the first attempt, then we'll go to a second attempt. The first attempt is as follows. Mishum Here's the case. I'm owed, okay, let's, let's put, put people there to make it simple. I damaged you, so I owe you idis. I owe you money, which is bainus, and we got married. I owe you a ksuba, mazel tov. I owe you ziboris. <laughs> what, what's not clear yeah. is when did those events occur? That's better. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, I'll explain. Let me, let me explain. No, no, let me explain the case. I'll explain the case very simply. So, I owed you, I'm Mazik you, so I owe you Idis. I owe you money, Zbainis, Chassan uh, and the family, owe you Zibaris. All these happened in November. Correct, all November. Now, now I have land. I have Zibaris, Idis, and Bainis. So here's the deal. So I sell you, day one, I sell you all my Zibaris. When? In December? In December. So you guys all, you haven't collected yet. You sell them. You sold it in November before anything. No, 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 true. This is after. So I sell it all to you in, in, in Zibaris. Okay. Now you guys didn't collect it because you're flying on a plane, whatever. Then day two, you buy all my business. And then three, you come all my idis. Now they all come to collect. So they should all just collect from the idis. That's the last thing I sold to you. Right? They come to me, I say, I don't have anything. I sold everything to Arla. So you should just go based on the rules, you get the last. All of you should luck out and get some idis. But what does the Gemara say? Arla can be like, no, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you Ziboris, I'm gonna give you Bainus, I'm gonna give you Bainus. I'm not giving anybody the Idis. But why? It's the last one. So Gemara says, I'll tell you why. Because there's a clever hop that you could say. Arla is only the one dealing with it because I don't have any land left. You know what Arla can do? Arla can say to you guys, listen, you'll take the Bainus, or I'll mess you guys all up. 
Here's how he can mess us all up. He'll take the Ziboris, he'll give it back to me, and then, oops, you guys can't deal with Aral anymore, you have to come straight to me and you all get Ziboris. And Aral is threatening that by saying, listen, you'll either take the Bainanis, or I'll mess you all up, I'll undo the sale to me with the Ziboris, you'll sell it back to me, now all of a sudden when they come to collect from you, you're like, go to Avi, you're the one, he owes you all the money, you'll go to me, and I'm like, I actually have a lot... Because I'm the one who damaged him. I'm the one who owed him the money. I'm the one who married his daughter. I'm the one who's the Balchayv. Aral is just the guy who got in the middle of this. The only reason why they go to him is because I don't have any land. But, so really they should collect from Idis. So why are they not collecting from Idis? Why is he able to protect himself? Because he could threaten them. And he could say, listen, you either take the Bainanis or I'll give you the Ziboris and all you guys are getting on Ziboris. And therefore you guys are just like, you know what, fine. Uh, it makes sense. Here's the problem with that. If you could do that, then why are you even giving him Bainanis? Right? Why are you giving Bainus? He should be able to say, listen, you all take Ziboris, or I'll make you take Ziboris. There's the easy way and the hard way. You either take the Ziboris, or you'll sell me back the Ziboris, and then all I have is the Ziboris. So why is he why is he giving Bainus at all? The Gemara says, wait a minute. Yeah, but but go to the next page. Then why is the guy with the damages? Why is he collecting Bainus? You should say the exact same threat, which is collect the Ziboris. Collect the Ziboris from me, take it easily, or I'll sell it back to Avi, and then all he has is Ziboris, he'll give it to you. So why could you not do that? So the Gemara understands. You, you know why? You, it doesn't work. I said the names. Okay, whatever. whatever. The point is, I, the one who owes the money, a person like me, has the same name, but not me, uh, that person died. So therefore, the reason why you can't sell it back is because the, the Yusayimim do not have to pay. The Yusayimim only have to pay if they actually have land. The second that the person dies... It's purely with the land that you have. It's now up to you. If you sell it back to me, then the assignment don't. The assignment are like, I don't care. I don't have to pay it. Meaning the reason why the reason why this threat doesn't work. We're saying like this. If that's the reason, why is it that they're not collecting idis? Because you could threaten them, either take the bainanis or I'm going to sell it back to Avizi Boris. So we said, why don't you do that by bain? Why don't you do that by the bachlovosa? The answer is you can't do that because the case is where someone died. If the person died, then you can't threaten to sell it back because there's no one to sell it back to. So therefore, we're back to the original problem. If we're talking about, let's say we're talking about a yasim, where you can't threaten. So back to the original problem, which is, let me just read two lines. The case is where the person died. So therefore, there is no person to turn back to. And therefore, it's all you. It's all up to you. So back to the original question. So back to the original question, which is, Arla day one bought Zibiris. Then day two bought Bainis. And then finally day three bought all the Idis. So what's the halacha? They don't have to collect the Idis. So we said, why? So first attempt was because he's going to threaten them that if you don't take the Bainis, I'll sell it back. But we said, what if the case is the guy died? There's no one to sell it back to. So how come in this case you could protect yourself and how come you don't have to give them Idis? So what's the reason? So the Gemara says, I know about the cantalinichale. Very simple. I mean, it's simple if you understand the case. The case is as follows. What's the rule? The rule is like this. Let me let me explain. I'll give you one. Just listen one minute, and everything will become clear. Instead of one person, Arla being one person, let's go to three different people. He buys day one the ziboris. He buys day two the bainness, and then day three Adam buys everything. Who does everyone go to? Adam. Why? 
Because when there's multiple buyers, you have to protect the first buyers. The first buyer says, listen, I bought this. I don't want the headache of having someone take my property and going to court. I don't, I don't want this. So you always go to the last one. You always go to the last one to protect the first two buyers because the first two are like, listen, I bought it knowing that I wouldn't have to deal with this. No matter what he bought. Correct. But says the Gemara, but what if, in this case, we're not dealing with three different people, we're dealing with one person. Right. You on day one bought Idis, bought Ziboris, then day two you bought Benis, then day three you bought Idis. So we're saying, we want Idis. Why? Because that's the rule. We go to the last one. The answer is, why do you go to the last one? To protect the first two buyers. Who's the first two buyers in this case? You. The whole Takana is to help you. And you say, you know what, in this case, I'd rather not being helped. Because... Based on the Takana, you get the last stuff. Well, the last stuff is the best stuff. He doesn't want to give that up. And he says, listen, this whole Takana is to help me. It's to protect the first two buyers, which normally is multiple people. But in this case, it's one person. And Arla says, listen, I don't want, I don't need help. I don't need help. So let's just go back to the original way it is from the Torah. And that is, you take whatever I give you. And that is, you collect money. It doesn't have to be the last one. The whole concept that it's the last one, no matter what. Right? Like you said before, if the last one is Idis, you take, everyone takes Idis. If the last is Boris, everyone takes Boris. Why? It's because Zal wanted to protect the first two buyers. Well, in this case, that first two buyers is the same as the third buyer, and he doesn't want protection. And he says, listen, I'd rather not go with whatever the last one is, because the last one is Idis. I'd rather split it up that the Balchov gets Beidinus, the Ksuvasisha gets Ziboris, and the Nezek, I'll give him Idis. I don't want to just give everybody Idis. Why are you doing that? Because Takanas Chazal. But the Takanas Chazal is to help the last, to help the second buyer, is to protect the first two buyers. The first two buyers are me. And therefore, I'm not interested in this Takana. Sometimes Takana said to help me, and I'd like to waive that Takana. The Gemara says, Mike Goinzu, what's an example of this where a Takana was to help you, but you're allowed to waive it? Kid Ravuna, as Ravuna said, Ravuna had this a couple times in Chas already. There was a Takana's Chazal that the husband has to supply the wife food in order in exchange for her salary. Now, that was because the woman's salary was not a lot of money. But let's say this woman is making uh, $2 million a year. She could say, I don't need your takana. That takana was meant to help her, and she's not interested. Okay, now here's the deal. We're almost done. We're really, I think we're doing a good job. We're almost out of the woodwork. Last point, okay, last cases, and that is, in this case specifically, okay, understand the case. This is very, very important. I owe money to you. I was mazik you, and I suvas isha to you. So idis beidnesiboris. I don't have everything. I sold it all to Arla. Day one ziboris, day two beidnes, day three idis. So really, everyone should go on the idis. But we said to protect you, you could give it out in your way. Here's the case, though. You then sold something to Menasha. So now the question is, who? Are, again, I'm out of it because I don't have anything. Well, what about the money you have? I don't know, no, it's only land. It's only land only. I don't have any money. I don't have any. Well, they'll, they'll, sue, they'll sue me. They'll sue me. They'll sue me. Will, you'll collect it from Arla, and then he'll take me to court. We'll deal with that later. The point is, everyone should be going to Arla again. Technically, you should be getting Idis. Everyone should be getting Idis. But we said to protect you, you, said, you could say to him, listen, the whole thing is to protect me. I don't want to give Idis. I'll take my other stuff. But here's the deal. You sold the Idis... You, you sold to Menashe. So here's the deal. Pshita. Mocher lekeach beinenis uziboris. You sold the beinenis uziboris to Menashe. All you have left is the idis. So technically, see, think about this. They were supposed to collect the idis from you because that was the last thing. But we had this takana that you said, listen, the whole thing is to help me. I don't want it. Take my idis and uh, take my ziboris, take my beinenis. We don't have those anymore because you sold them to Menashe. So what's the halacha? Do they go to you or do they go to Menashe? They go to you. Again, 
Though really they should always be just taking Idis because that was the last thing purchased. But Chazal allowed you to say, listen, to protect, the whole thing is to protect me. I'm not interested in helping. I don't need help. So I can't dump the lien on But you can't dump it to Menashe because you don't have it anymore. Says the Gemara al If let's say the person who bought the three lands then sold the average and the inferior land to Menashe, the Shire Idis Lefana, but he kept the Idis, which was the last thing he bought, which means there was a lien on that, which is what they should have always gone the whole time. Then the halacha is, everyone collects from the Idis. I, you're going to say, listen, if you owned all three, if you had kept all three, there was no Menashe involved in the picture, you kept all three, you could have pushed them off and you could have said, listen, I know you want the Idis, but it's to help me and take the Ziboris, but now that you got someone else involved, you can't do that anymore. Now it just goes back to the Iker Takana, which is you buy the last, you collect from the last purchase item, which was the Idis. Says the Gemara, because really the Idis was purchased last by Arl, which means there was a lien on it from everyone. And he doesn't have the other two lands to push the guy off and say, listen, you know, if he had all three, then you could say, he could say the same argument, you know, it's to help me and I'm not interested. You don't have it anymore. And therefore, they all collect from Arl. Okay, Avamachar Idis, but let's say the opposite case. Instead of selling the Ziboris and the Idis, you just sold the. Uh, instead of selling the level two and level three, you sold the Idis, you sold the best, which was the lien on the property. So now here's the question who do they go to? So think about it. You had all three. Everyone should k- to collect from the Idis. But we said the whole thing is to protect you, so you're able to push them off. You then sold the Idis to Menasha. So now here's the question. Do they go to you because you have the Bainness, you have the Ziboris, or do they go to Menashe because at the end of the day, that was the last thing that was purchased by you, that's where they should be going anyway. So says the Gemara, Shire Bainness, Ziboris, my, what's the halach if you sold the Idis to Menashe? So Sabah, Rabbi Lemeimer, Rabbi thought, also Kulu Gavimidis, let everyone go to Menashe. Even though Menashe is the last person involved, I mean, he's the second purchaser, see, so he's like, shouldn't you go to that guy? The answer is, the last thing that I sold, which was where all the lean goes, was the Idis. I sold to you. You sold to Menasha. You just transferred it. You just transferred it. So everyone now, uh, you messed him up. Everyone's going to attack you. But says the Gemara, no. Amrle Rava, let me explain outside what Rava is saying. It's very simple. Rava is saying like this. When you had all three, everyone would have collected the Idis. But what did we say? Chazal said, you could say to them, listen, don't collect the Idis. It's to help me collect the other stuff. You now sold the Idis to Menasha. You could look at it as... Well, he got the Idis, so everyone's going to attack him now. Or you could say, you sold him your stance. <coughs> Meaning, when Menashe buys the land of the Idis from you, he wants the land, not just the land, but he wants to be able to make all the arguments you could make. The same way when you had the Idis, and you had all three, you could push people off. Maybe you sold that ability to Menashe as well. So Menashe, when he bought the Idis, he didn't just buy the land. He bought the land... And he bought the ability to make all the same arguments you did. And the same way when you had the Idis, you could push people off and say, don't take the Idis, it's to help me take the other stuff. So too, when you sold to Menashe, you sold him that ability as well. Meaning, that Menashe could then say to you, don't go to my Idis, go to his Ziboros and his Bainness. Maybe when you sold him the land, you didn't just sell him the land, you sold him your stance. You sold him all of your standings in the arguments as well. That's the Gemara. What did you really sell to Menashe? Every argument that you had, not just the land, you bought him your rights as well. And therefore, when you sold him the land, you didn't just sell him, oh, the Chashev, the best land, and now everyone's going to attack. 
You sold him not just the best land, you sold him your arguments and your rights as well. And had you kept the Idis, you'd be able to push them off. And even though, yes, the Idis was the last thing purchased, you could push them off. So when you sold that land to Menashe Nami, Matzi Amalu, Gavi Benesi Baris, the Chizavan Lekech Sheni, I died to Chalzibusa, the Havli Rishon Gabazelche. You sold all those rights to him, and therefore maybe when we go to collect the Idis from Menashe, he could say, "Listen, I bought. I'm basically like instead of Arla." And the same way you could push people off and say, "Take my Benes, take my Zibaris, take my Benes," he could do that as well. Okay, one that was that was good. Last two cases and then we're done. Amar Rava. Rava says Ruvain Shemacher. Simple newer case, pretty simple. Ruvain Shemacher calls the dice of Lishimin. Okay, uh, forget everything that you know till now. Very simple. Uh, I have five pieces of land. I sell it all to Shimon. So I sell it all to Arla. Arla sells one land to Menasha. Okay. Bobachayv de Ruvain. The people that I owe money to now come to me. So what do I do? Ping pong. I push them. I say, hey, I sold all this. And I, by the way, unlike last time where I sold it in piecemeal, I sold it all in one day. I said, one day I sell to Arla, and then on the same day Arla says one land to Menashe. They come to me to collect, and I'm like, yeah, I don't have anything. They're like, well, where's your land? I'm like, I sold it to, I sold it to him on, one, on Monday, and on Monday he sold it to him. So go. What's the halacha? People can either collect from you or him. Doesn't matter. Why? Because there's no order. It was all sold in one day. They could collect from Menasha or they could sell from Arla, whatever they want. Oh, but when is this true that they can go to you or you? It's only true when Arla bought, when Menasha bought the middle land. Again, Balchayev collects from the middle. I sold A, B, and C categories to you, and you sold B to him. So he bought. He knew going in, he's buying the thing that people will collect from. He's buying Bainanis, which is what a Balchayv collects. So he knew going in that that's a possibility. But let's say Menashe didn't buy the middle land. Menashe specifically bought the best and the cheapest. Specifically. You know why? Then you can't collect. Why? Because then he's saying to him, he's saying, why do you think I bought level A and level 3? Most people want average. I bought level A and level C. Why? Because I was protecting myself. I knew that there's a possibility that someone's going to collect a loan. I didn't want to be involved. Because that's why I didn't buy the middle one. And by the way, even if we said before that if Menashe bought the middle category, people can collect from either one. But that's only true if he bought all your middle category. But let's say he bought some, leaving over some, then the halacha is you can't collect from him because he's going to say, listen, why do you think I didn't buy all of your land? You think I, I didn't want land? I didn't buy all of it because I wanted to protect myself. I didn't want to deal with this headache. But if he left over some of the same quality average land, you can't go to Menashe. He can say, listen, I bought it from you. Why do you think I didn't buy all the land? Because I didn't want to deal with this headache. Go to the first guy. Okay. And this Ruben guy is a, a, a little bit of a Russia. He, no, he could, he could have been. He could have been stupid. Stupid, no. But he's getting. He's selling everything. No, I'm saying he could be. He could have been uh, just clueless, not 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 realizing any of this stuff. Yeah, he could just be uh, not savvy. That's but my point. He's now. messing up the person who bought it. Uh, True, but my point is he could have been doing that on purpose, or he could just be not savvy. He just doesn't understand how business works. Uh-huh. One last halacha, and then we'll end with this. Um, Rabbi, uh, Ruven Shemachar Very simple case. 
It's like, it's so funny. It's like the last case of the Gemara is like the easiest case. I sell land to you with Achrayas. So basically, I sell you land and I say, listen, if anybody collects the land from you, you come to me, I'll pay you. I, it's in the document. So I protected you. Right. Okay. So a very simple case. I sell the land to Arla and I write in the Shtar, if anyone collects from you, you come to me. You, I owe you money, so you're going straight to him. What's the halacha? The halacha is, I can argue with you. Meaning, I can go to court with you and say, before you collect, I want to talk to you. I want, to, I want the lawyers to look it over. I want to do this. Now, why? maybe you could argue, you could say to me, hey, buddy, it's not about you anymore. You don't have the land. It's between me and Arla now. I mean, again, I'm the one who owe you the money, but I don't have the land anymore. I sold to Arla with a star, and I said I'll protect you. You're coming to Arla and want to collect the debt. So I'm saying, listen, I want to say, before you talk to Arla, I want to talk to your lawyer. I want my lawyers to talk to you. The halacha is, you have to talk to me. And you cannot argue with me and say, who are you right now? You don't even have the land. Let me deal with Arla, and then I'll take the land from him, and then when you have a problem, you'll deal with him. The halacha is, I'm allowed to, to take you to court and deal with it first. I'm, I'm basically, I'm a baldaver. You can't push me away. Why? Because I could respond, who do you think he's going to go to? Right? He's gonna, like, you want to say to me, Avi, what do you have to do with this? Uh, well, you know what I have to do with this? Who do you think Arla is going to come and collect the money from when you take the land from him? He's coming to me. So because it's going to affect me, you, I'm allowed to take you to court and deal with it. And the Gemara says, one last case. I sell land to Arla and I specifically write in the document... I will not pay you back if it's taken away. No achrayas. I owe you money. You are then going to Arla. The halach is I could still take you to court. Even though you're gonna, you could say to them, what, what, Avi, what do you have to do with this? I'm going to take it from Arla. This is Arla's problem now. And Arla can't even affect you. He's not even going to take me to court. The answer is it does affect me. Why? Because it hurts our business. In the future, I don't want it to be, even though, yes, you're not going to collect money from me, but it hurts my business because in the future, if I want to do business with you, you're going to say, no, no, I'm not going to do that. Last time I did business with you, I got messed up. Making sure I didn't mess you up is my business. And therefore, I could take you to court before you deal with him to clarify everything. I will stop here.